Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. Let's be clear on one thing. Buffets are not meant to be fancy. Even if it's a 10-station filet buffet that costs more than most people pay for their first car, there is never a time when that much consumption should ever be considered elegant. Yes, you may see people dress nicely at a wedding while holding an empty plate, that is begging for every square inch to be occupied, but that still doesn't get over the sloppiness that happens with buffets. Now, I want to point out that it's not the buffet itself or the server's fault that rude people take to the chocolate fountain with more enthusiasm than Swifties to a Travis Kelsey jersey sale. Yet, that aside, unmannerly behavior can turn even the most highbrow black tie affair into a cracker barrel at 2 a.m. after Halloween. So, Before you spend two days fasting in preparation for the all-you-can-eat macaroni bar at a 50-foot-long buffet during your cousin David's wedding, check out my list of three of the worst people at a buffet. Grab an extra plate, because this episode is supersized with rudeness. Worst person at a buffet number one, the coach. Over the summer, I went on vacation with my family and chose our particular hotel because they had a complimentary breakfast buffet that looked perfect for the four of us. Yet, even if the pictures lied and it was a subpar at best experience, I would at least be saving money by getting my kids some boxes of cereal and fruit on the house. To my pleasant surprise, the hotel buffet was incredible. The eggs were fluffier than a puppy golden doodle after a grooming. The fruit was so fresh you would have thought there was a farm in the back, and the pancakes hit the spot as always. Better yet, it was clean. Impeccable, in fact. Which always helps to alleviate any fears and if you travel a lot, you know that fear, of an impending stomach bug from an unclean buffet. All was perfect at the buffet until one guy behind me started to coach me as I moved down the buffet line. Despite the fact that I'm very familiar with buffets, this didn't stop this nosy coach who acted like my personal buffet interpreter as if buffets were a foreign concept to me. This particular coach had a keen eye for everything I was putting on my plate and took it upon himself to interject his opinions into every move I made. For example, here are some of his greatest hits. As I went to scoop some eggs, he said, You don't want to eat those eggs. The new batch comes out every 20 minutes. Wait another 10 minutes and they'll be better. When I grabbed my son a bagel, see how the bagels are cold? Yeah, that's because they're probably frozen for a week. Try the toast instead. The bread is fresher. Next, he said, while I poured batter into the waffle maker for my daughter, The last hotel I stayed at told me that they keep the batter in there until it's all gone and don't refill it until then. When I went to grab some fruit, he said, a family in front of us just took two apples to their table and then brought them back. Talk about germs. Don't take the apples. 
Good lord, man. Who asked you? I didn't. And lest you think I was expecting a buffet designed for the royal family at a beachside hotel chain, I was not. Despite the nice pictures online, I figured there wouldn't be a New York-style oven making bagels from scratch every five minutes and the waffle mix wasn't going to be gourmet. Also, I went into this buffet understanding that everything on display has been and will be sneezed or coughed on a thousand times no matter how clean it looks. So, I'm not worried about an apple doing me in. I just wanted some decent sustenance to keep my kids from complaining about needing a snack for the next three hours. I feel like I'm speaking to my mom when I tell her not to talk to strangers in public, which means don't offer your unsolicited advice in public to random people when dealing with the coach, both of which make me equally stressed. Folks, a buffet is not a place to dissect every detail on your dish like it's an episode of Top Chef. If it's hot when it should be, cold when it should be, and even decently fresh, that's a win. Don't let this buffet weirdo ruin your meal or deter you from trying anything new either. After all, when it's all you can eat, you get to try all you can try as well. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Worst person at a buffet number two, the sloth, and not the cool one from Goonies. Am I the only one who wishes there was some sort of universal timer for someone making a decision while in line to buy something? You ever been to a Starbucks and had someone ask what a pike tastes like and if it's better than a blonde? I have, and it's torture. This is Starbucks. They've had the same drinks for 20 years. And don't get me started on the person who stands in front of the barista, hands on their hips, head cocked to the side, and a look of wonder as their choices of syrups will alter the next chapter of their life. I want to scream. I've actually seen someone in line shout, Time's up, dude, let's go. Oh, can you imagine that? How rude. Well, on the outside, I was thinking that, but on the inside, I was like, preach, my man, preach. One area where it's never proper to go 10 rounds of what should I have is in line at a buffet. In a buffet line, it's first come, first serve, and get the heck out of the way, and don't diddy-daddle for more than two seconds. You're not choosing your final meal. You're deciding between a blueberry or cranberry muffin. On the flip side, I've witnessed people work a buffet line like they're in a pit crew for NASCAR, how fast they can move from item to item with precision. Yet, the sloth takes their time, questions the items, 
spends minutes picking only the strawberries out of the fruit cell, which is also very rude, while the rest of the line waits. The reason why the sloth is such a buffet fail is that they ruin the experience for all other patrons and also disrupts the flow of the buffet line. Ever look back in a buffet line and see a row of people with empty plates waiting for their turn? It's scary, and I don't want to be the one that keeps them from chow time, regardless of the event or location. When you come across a sloth, don't feel bad about passing them by. Say excuse me, of course, but don't allow their meandering aimlessly over the salad dressing selection to stop you from enjoying your meal. When it comes to a buffet, it's not meant to be a madhouse of people just poking and scooping at random either. That would cause chaos. However, it is perfectly proper to kindly scoot around someone while they are debating which cheese has the least amount of calories. Worst person at a buffet number three, the nitpicker. Lastly, we come to the nitpicker, who can sometimes be a combination of the coach and the sloth in their inability to embrace the meal in front of them as the only items available. By definition, a nitpicker is difficult, always finding faults, looking for better options, verbally criticizing anything, and overall just being a gloomy person to be around. I'm not implying you can't be particular about your choices, yet I am saying that it's highly improper to outright declare your opinions to those around you. For starters, giving every negative thought in your head a free pass to exit your mouth is never going to be widely accepted. It's kind of like when your parents told you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Same thing. Yet in this case, the nitpicker feels their take on the current situation isn't being rude, but rather informative. It's not. It's rude. At a buffet, the nitpicker takes the opportunity to show how worldly they are and all-knowing when it comes to the various cuisines, like an even more stuck-up Gordon Ramsay. Usually, the nitpicker shines brightest at weddings, large corporate parties, or social gatherings where a buffet is crafted to be elegant. But not to the nitpicker. Even as I do this episode, I'm thinking back to some of my favorite wedding buffets where the dishes look too good to touch, let alone cut into. Yet, what we all see as a lap of luxury, the nitpicker sees in an upsetting display of trying. If you ever come across a nitpicker in the wild, keep in mind that the nitpicker has a very specific demeanor when they see a buffet. They'll mosey up to the buffet with a, well, 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 what do we have here attitude, rather than everyone else who says, fresh sushi? Yes, I love sushi. They'll peer over every meal like a surgeon to examine every angle. Then, the nitpicker will raise their eyebrows and give an eye roll or a disgusted smirk. Classy, right? To make things even worse, they'll poke their fork at an item like an archaeologist brushing off dirt from a dinosaur bone they just discovered. All the while, they're holding up the line and making others around them even question their own choices. Like, wait, does that person know something I don't know about the fish? It looks good to me, but she turned away. If someone does ask the nitpicker their opinion, then again, why would you even bother? Be sure the nitpicker will give you some elitist response as to the massive display of food is for peasants. In the end, the nitpicker will either place very little on their plate or skip the meal altogether and then let everyone at the table know how pitiful the buffet was, in my opinion. As a result, their snobbery will be a slap in the face of the venue's choice of food for the buffet and the host. Folks, when you're at a buffet and something isn't your style or up to your standards, don't feel like you have to create a PowerPoint to explain why it's so bad. Keep that to yourself. Find something manageable to eat, and by all means, lighten the heck up. Don't express your dislike to those around you, and don't dare ask if there's anything else available to eat other than what's provided. I mean, it's a buffet for crying out loud. What other options do you need? It's not like they're hiding 18 tons of vegan salad dressing in the kitchen just for fun. 
Bon appetit, my friends. So, are you a nitpicker or buffet connoisseur who disagrees with my take? Please send me an email at manners at quickanddirtytip.com or find me on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you and your own buffet experiences. Modern Manners Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thanks to my amazing team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my producer, Dan Firebrand. I'm your host, Richie Freeman, and like I said, drop me a line anytime. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Thanks again, and take care. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.